Today, $70 billion of Christian's money is invested in funds that support abortions and anti-family lifestyles. We want to change that. This is FBI. Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Anthony is a financial advisor as well as an ordained minister. He'll show you how to keep God's blessings on your investments by taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. You can keep your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Here's your faith-based investing team, Tom Levine and Anthony Wright, the investment preacher. My God's not dead, he's surely alive. Hello, Merry Christmas, and welcome to today's edition of Faith-Based Investing with Anthony and Aaron Wright. I'm Tom Levine. And are you blindly letting evil win in the world? You know, money really is the lifeblood of evil oftentimes, and that's one reason why we're here today. We're going to talk to you about that. And before we uh, dive in, let me just get right to it. Anthony, Aaron, how are you guys doing today? Doing good, Tom. Excellent. How are you? Great. Merry Christmas to you guys. Have Merry any, Christmas Merry to Christmas. you. Have any special uh, holiday plans? Always. I got five grandkids. And that's <laughs> a, <laughs> I got four children, five grandchildren, so that makes it special, right? Well, that kind of sets the the agenda gets set for you, it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, we're, you know, we always get together, uh, usually on Christmas Day, Christmas morning, and we'll all of us open our gifts and we'll you know spend a family day together and uh but really looking forward to some good good family time and just some good downtime so what about you well i've got all my christmas shopping done but i have a lot of wrapping to do good for you you're ahead of me then (laughs) oh my goodness but what a i love christmas and what a blessed time where we honor uh honor god for the advent and uh it's easy to get you know, off on the wrong track thinking about worldly things. But when you think about it, it really is stunning what God has done. Absolutely. Amen. So let's dive in on the program. You know, last week we heard some of your thoughts on the election up to that point. Do you have any new thoughts this week? And are you surprised about the performance of the financial markets? No, uh, you know, I'm not really surprised at any type of uh, performance because we have expected that all along. I mean, look, uh, we are in a contested election race. I think everyone, including all the market makers, everybody has anticipated for probably six months, seven months, that mm-hmm. uh, there was going to be, you know, the Democrats were going to try to cheat and steal the election. And I don't think that caught anybody by surprise. Even President Trump has been telling us since about June that if you guys allow this mail-in ballot stuff, it's going to be disaster. And, you know, the one, the one thing that I really love about him is he has always told the public the truth. He's always faced the nation, and, it, you know, we might not like it, but he's always faced the nation and told us what was coming, and he did that very thing. And, and he has told us from day one that there was going to be a lot of fraud, and and I don't know how many of the listeners today have really – tuned in to some of the webinars and some of the links that they share on their Twitter and their Facebook pages that you can click on and listen to some of the hearings. But it is absolutely fascinating and mind-boggling what has happened in this in this election. So 
Uh, I, I, um, I'm really looking forward to seeing what the Supreme Court says. Um, the reason you've not seen a big change in the markets, the markets have continued to be on fire, is just simply because they've known it was coming. This has been no surprise to anybody. And, you know, markets will react if something really major happens. Uh, if it goes the Supreme Court way and they, they do sustain and they do agree with the states, then I don't think you're going to see a big change. I think it's just going to continue to, to be on fire. If by some reason the Supreme Court rules against the states, and by the way, let me say something here that probably a lot of the listeners are not aware of. It just depends on what what type of news station they're getting from but right. we we as financial advisors anything that happens on the presidential uh, arena it affects the stock market it affects people's 401k's and IRAs and investment accounts so therefore as financial advisors we are in as many meetings as we want to be in trust me uh, we could be on a webinar every hour if we wanted to with updates constantly coming in on a on a freshly hour by hour basis um, some of them I get in on some of them I don't the ones that I feel are important um, but let me let me say let me say this I, I, I just attended one this week that a lot of people are beginning to get nervous and a lot of people are saying well why are a lot of these smaller courts throwing stuff out i want you guys to understand for mm -hmm. for one moment if, if you really think about president trump is not a politician okay he's a business owner i'm a business owner a lot of times business owners don't play all their cards on on, on the first few hands that they that they play a lot of times business owners will hold those cards real tight, real close to their chest, and that's, what, that's what's happening. He has not played uh, the uh, – play on words here – he has not played the Trump card yet. <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you listening today that play Rook, you understand that Rook has a Trump card, and that Trump card trumps everything. So – he did he did come out and tell us hey there's some big things coming there's some big things going to happen but let me tell you something there is some evidence that he has been holding back hmm. that he that he has not wanted to share with the lower courts because if he shared that with the lower courts then they're going to know what hand he's playing and they're going to have time to rebuttal against it and then they're going to have time to go get their their crony lawyers to try to fight it he has been holding this evidence, waiting on this day and time before the Supreme Court. So he's going to fire the hmm. big cannon. He's going to fire the big gun in front of the Supreme Court. And I'm telling you, I, I mean, I can't forecast how nine people are going to are going to judge, and I, I, I don't know um, because we're not fortune tellers. But I, but I can tell you that there is there are some serious solid proof that they have not played their hand yet they're gonna they're gonna play it in front of the supreme court and i i'm gonna be real surprised if the supreme court does not side with the states and and um throw this election into the house of representatives 
And I think when that happens, you're going to see President Trump come out the winner, and I think he will be sworn into office on January 20th. Um, how does that affect the market? It won't at all. In fact, it'll cause it to skyrocket probably. Um, if the two senators down in Georgia that are Democrat win and it's a locked Senate, that is what creates problems in the stock market. Interesting. Yeah. If you just tuned in, we're we're listening to we're presenting to you faith-based investing with Anthony Wright and Aaron Wright, and we're talking a little bit about the election. We're also going to dive into this issue of faith-based investing and what it is. But before we get there, uh, guys, um, now what did Wall Street do before the election? What was the um, what was the tone that they set, and what uh, where did their donations go, and all of that? Well, the tone was set from the very beginning. Is kind of like I mentioned earlier. We, uh, Wall Street has known for about six months. It's already kind of been baked into this thing. Oh. The, the, you know, they've they've known for six months that it was going to be contested. They've known that it, there was going to be fraudulent things taking place, and they they uh, this has caught nobody by surprise. The only thing that has caught someone by surprise is the Democrats did not realize that they've messed with the wrong man this time. <laughs> and they they did not realize that Trump would saddle his horse and and fight this battle. And now that he's fighting it and now that he's now that he's taking it on, uh they are surprised. They they cannot believe that it is now going before the Supreme Court. So that's what's happened on Wall Street. We haven't seen a a big problem because they've they've already known mm -hmm. it was coming and they've already been anticipating it so we're seeing a lot of profits within the corporate sector we're seeing some high dividends pay out because of those profits in the corporate sector uh there there is some concern that in the event the supreme court don't rule our way and what if biden gets in the, and what if what if the two democrat senators in georgia win you're, then you're you're probably uh, I don't want to put fear in people. Uh, I, I I would it would not surprise me if we didn't see a real strong pullback in the market at that 100%, point. One hundred percent, I would agree. If you were confident that there was going to be a pullback, and you know, like you said, there are a whole bunch of factors, and we don't know all of the factors yet. Um, how do you respond to that with your clients? How do you protect your clients in a time of expected deep downturn? Fortunately, we are active managers, so we we trade with a very strategic approach, a very tactical approach. We're actively on a daily basis in and out of it. So we have something called the stop-loss protection, and the stop-loss protection is going to protect our clients from that huge fallout. So to kind of tell you how that works and, and paint a picture for the audience that's listening, let's assume for one minute that we had a just a good even number here, 10. Let's assume that we had a 10% trailing stop loss attached to your portfolio. Well, let's assume that you're up 45%. And then all of a sudden, like the market did back in March, March 9th of this year, the market begins to go on a slide and it slides 48%. Well, because we had a 10% stop loss built in, trailing stop loss built into your portfolio, 
Once it went from 45 down to 35, you got triggered and moved to cash or a cash equivalent. So your assets are sitting there protected. So you got out of the market with a 35% gain, and then the market fell on down 48%. Well, we wait for it to hit support, and then when it hits support, and then it begins its way back up, we buy back in and ride the market back up. So when you're with us, uh, you don't have that worry of you know potentially losing 50% of your portfolio because we're going to put a stop loss around it. Excellent. Well, I've had great experience with uh, faith-based investing just since uh, March when um, you guys got on the case and have helped our family. So thank you so much for that. Um, I'm going to ask one more question that could be negative, but I promise after this, it's only positive questions leading up to Christmas. Okay. This is my last negative question (laughs) of Christmas season. And that is, uh, do you expect that there might be a flood of bankruptcies and foreclosures coming? Unfortunately, I do. And that pains me a little bit to say that because I'm a very optimistic guy. But let me tell you why. One of our financial advisor meetings this past week, there was a record number of mortgage deferral that has been applied. Mm-hmm. And I think it come out to I mean it's just mind boggling. It's like a third of their of our country. It's like a third of our nation had these mortgage payments suspended with the understanding that it's paid back lump sum and they only got deferred that that deferral begins to start coming due in March of 2021. Right. So March, April, May, June, you're going to begin to see these people their, their mortgage payments lump sum now that's been deferred for six months. Now, all of a sudden, it's going to come due, and guess what? They just simply don't have the money. Now, providing Trump gets in and we continue going in the right direction, some of that's going to level out. But now imagine what happens if the Biden administration gets in and then the two Democrat senators get in, and then we go to an eight-week lockdown where you can't work and you can't make money. I mean, you're going to see people losing their homes like crazy. You're going to see the foreclosure rate go through the roof. So anyway, I see the producers telling us that we're out of time and we got to go to a break. So uh, be sure and visit us at investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call us at 931-RETIRED, and we'd be happy to help you with your faith-based investing needs. And you'll get your free stock screener on there. You just click Get Started and you'll be able to give us the information we need, and we'll screen your stocks to see if we need to clean them, and uh, screen them and clean them. If you're investing, it's pretty likely, as Anthony and Aaron have said, that you're also unknowingly funding abortions, the adult entertainment industry, alternative lifestyles, the liquor industry, and a lot more. But you don't have to wonder. You can find out for sure, and better yet, in a matter of 10 or 15 minutes, you can solve the problem. So we're going to take a very quick break. Back with more on the other side after this. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor. Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christians' money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? 
So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. You're saving and investing for the future, and that's good. While you build and save, have you ever stopped to think, where does my money actually go? Am I investing in things I don't believe in? We have answers. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Have you read Anthony's book yet? Well, it's free, and you can download it in a matter of moments. It's Faith-Based Investing. Get it now at investmentpreacher.com. So, uh, Aaron, uh, talk a little bit about how things have changed for the business in this era of Zoom appointments and how yeah. technology is helping you serve <laughs> your clients. Or yeah, is it? It's, uh, oh, it absolutely is. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of adjusted with the times, definitely. Uh, man, I mean, you know, pre-COVID and post-COVID, totally different worlds. So, you know, right now we're kind of in the uh, technological age uh, and we're, we're kind of, we make it pretty simple, pretty easy process for our clients. Uh, most of it's done through, uh, you know, non-verbal one-on-one uh, meetings anymore. It's done through, you know, phone calls, people calling in, uh, we talk with them on the phone, Zoom calls, like you said, as well. Uh, if you know how to do that, if you're familiar with it, uh, pretty simple, pretty easy. Some people just do it on their phone uh, if you got a smartphone. But, you just uh, signed a client earlier this week that flew in from Florida. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I definitely. Mean, we do have I mean, we have people that come in. Yeah. I mean, and if, if, that's, if that's something you want to do and fly in to see us, man, we'd be more than happy to meet you and, and maybe take you out for lunch. We had a client come up here from Texas. Thanks for spending my money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on his dime, <laughs> not mine. So yeah. Thanks, Aaron, for spending my money. Uh, like my son says, yeah, we'll be happy to buy your lunch. Yeah, yeah, there you go. As long as he's paying, as long as he's paying. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that was good. I know exactly where you're going to take uh, clients, too, because I was there February 15th That's with right. my wife, Dawn. That's right. Crawl daddies. <laughs> well, we walked up to this place. And I thought, this is pretty okay. This looks like it's going to be okay. We get inside. It's fantastic. And then mm-hmm. the food and the dessert were out of this world. So uh, yeah. I highly recommend, if you can see Aaron and Anthony and Maria in person, to do it. So Yeah, we would love that. Absolutely. We encourage that. But if you're not, you know, and it's... If it's hard for you to travel, uh, then definitely we can talk on the phone or we can talk through Zoom. That's also an option, and that is available. Uh, Guys, I read this uh, from Tony Robbins recently, and he says, so let me get this straight. 965 actively managed mutual funds fail to beat the market over any sustained period of time. Then he says, 1% fee here, 1% fee there. Mm can compound into 50 to 70% of your future nest egg, all in fees. You Mm -hmm. put up the capital, you take all the risks, and they make money no matter what happens. And that's from his book, uh, From Money, Master the Game. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts about what he's saying here? Yeah, I mean, I kind of on a certain level agree. Because here's the issue that I have with mutual funds. 
you know, they're first of all, if you if you're in this account and the money manager decides, hey, you know what, we're going to change our strategy. Uh, I'm tired of being aggressive and being primarily in stocks. We're going to switch and we're going to go over to bonds. Well, if that manager decides to do that, all of a sudden you get a tax bill comes in your mail because they decided to change strategy, mm -hmm. change philosophy. That's one issue. Um, they are a lot of them, I'd say probably 95% passive by nature. So it's it's that is definition what we call a buy and hold strategy is mutual funds and you know just like we were talking about earlier in the show if this election goes the wrong way and the wrong person gets in there and boom we're on lockdown for six to eight weeks listen that is disastrous if you are in a passive account or a buy and hold account hmm. that is the worst thing that could happen you know, from a from a financial standpoint, as an investment advisor, there's things that you look for to indicate, you know, if the recession, if there's another recession coming, and that's the Dow Jones and the Dow Jones Transportational. So, either one of those things has to be growing at all times. If one is not, uh, sorry, if they're both not growing at the same time, you know, sometimes maybe one won't, the other one will. But what you look for is if they're both not growing, that's a bad sign. That's an indication of recession. So what happens, you know, you guys saw it here in March. When you close travel, there goes the transportation. When you close businesses, there goes the Dow Jones industrial. That is a repeat getting ready to happen if the wrong person gets in there. And if you're in that buy and hold mentality or that mutual fund, yeah, you're going along for the ride the whole way down, just like you did in March. And fees are one of the biggest thing people, man, I could talk on fees forever because 90% of people, probably 95% or more, you know, in these passive accounts that we were talking about, a lot of people don't even know what their fees are. If I asked you, how much are you paying in fees in your mutual fund or your, your portfolio? A lot of people, huh? They don't know what you're talking about. And that right there is there's so many hidden fees inside those accounts that, you know, we know to spot, we know to look for your third party administrative fees, your management fees, your uh, fees that are hitting within that that mutual fund. You have to know where to look up and find that kills. You know, you talk about um, compounding interest. A lot of people think about, you know, how much interest is compounding. Am I making on top of my interest, interest on top of interest? That's compounding interest. Right. Well, if you if you stop and think, well, look at your fees, because if you think about it over a span of, you know, 10, 15, 20 years down the road, think about how much, you know, if you had been paying in fees, how much that compounds over time. Nobody stops to think about that. How much am I paying in fees? And a lot wow. of our stuff don't even have fees. Right. right. Uh, you know, a lot of the stuff we do with Fidelity don't even have fees. Zero. They have zero fees, yeah. and then some of the stuff we do with TD Ameritrade might have a little small fee, 1% fee mm -hmm. or something, but it's just a wrap fee. Right, exactly. What's called a wrap fee. You it know, wraps around a lot the of the mutual portfolio. funds have the transaction fees, yeah. and I'm telling you, man, yeah. you yeah, got to know. Do, we no, don't do no. all the other fees that right. all the other advisors do. Right. So, yeah, right. And, and in most cases, some of ours have zero fees. I agree. You know, Proverbs 24 Three and four say, through wisdom a house is built, and by understanding it is established. 
By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Uh, guys, is there any other way, are there any other ways that people can get the power of compound interest uh, working on their behalf instead of the big companies? Yeah, you know, I mean, look, the whole idea behind faith-based investing is obviously number one, let's get you, let's get you faith-based, right? I mean, many Christians would say that upholding God's standard is their first priority, and I, and I would and I would agree that probably ninety eight percent of the Christians would say that, but when we do their stock screener, what their money is in tells us a different story. They're investing in stuff now. A lot of times you're kind of hitting you're kind of hitting it on the head here, Tom. A lot of times people are more concerned about returns than they are what that investment is going, or they're more concerned with fees. Now. I'm not suggesting you stick your head in the sand like an ostrich and bury it and forget what the fees are. As Aaron just told you, there's a lot of hidden fees, and there's just like Tony Robbins said. I mean, next thing you know, you look up, and it's eat away at 30 40 50% of your return. So let me be very clear on the front end. We, a lot of our stuff, most of our stuff don't even have fees. If we do have a fee, it's just a very small 1% fee, and it is a wrap, W-R-A-P, wrap fee that wraps around the entire portfolio. That's it. That's all you're charged. There's mm-hmm. no, there's no, uh, every time we make a trade fee, there's no, you know, fee for leaving your money sitting there at TD Ameritrade or Fidelity, you know, so there, none of those fees are there. Now, with that being said, the second part is, is, well, then what's my money invested in? That's what you should be asking. See, the Bible is very clear, and I think it's in Proverbs chapter 27, verse 23. God very, very sternly warns us to know not only what we invested in, but also what they're doing with that money, because that's his money that that we're using. And so, yes, ask about fees, that's fine. But And yes, ask about returns. But look... First and foremost, you you should want to know, am I funding these non-biblical, anti-Christian things with my money, like abortions, like same-sex marriage, like sex trafficking? These are things that companies are using our Christian money to fund. And almost all of your investors are unknowingly funding these type of activities, they just don't know about it, and they're very shocked when we uncover it. Now, the second part of that is now we are commanded in God's Word to be a good steward of that money. So now that you know where your money's going and what you're funding, now the next question is, is we got we got to remind ourselves of the story in the Bible of the man with the talents. God gave him two, he doubled it and turned it into four. He gave the other one two and he doubled uh, five. He gave one five and he doubled it and turned it into ten. He gave another man five and he doubled it and turned it into ten. And then the one man that he gave one, he just buried it in the ground. Well, as you guys know, the rest of the story is when he come back and said, well, where's your talents? The ones that doubled it, he took the one from the guy that just stuck it in the sand, stuck it in the dirt and did nothing with it and he give it to the ones that doubled it. So, number one, we got to be absolutely sure that we are godly with our investments and godly with our money. I can't stress that enough because too many Christians across this country 
are funding these abortions and sex trafficking and pornography and and same-sex marriage we can make a difference as a christian or as, as a as a christian group of people tom across this country imagine with me if you would for just 30 seconds if all christians would align and come together and say no we are not going to fund sex trafficking no we're not going to fund same-sex marriage no we're not going to have anything to do with abortion if that right there just happened imagine the impact that christianity would have on our world immediately and we only have to change our investments that's it it doesn't even cost us anything and if you're already clean, no harm, no foul. We just we just screen it and clean it. Well, if it's clean when we screen it, we don't have to clean it. So, so if if we screen it, it don't cost you anything. It's free to get to get your investment screened. Um, so, and that's a that's another thing that that I really want to drive home here is is it's not just about being faith based. That's a given. That's our number one step. Number two is we're going to be we're going to be good stewards of your money and of God's money, and we are going to make sure that there's a return on that. Now we we've seen a great year this year with some very very good returns, and year to date we're we're over forty percent return in a lot of our um, aggressive yeah. portfolios, and so you know even some of our middle portfolios are twenty three twenty four percent return. So. We are we are not only protecting God's money by investing it in the right companies and doing the right things with it, but we're also getting a good a good return. And I meant to tell you before we went on the air today, Tom, that one of the things that my marketing team informed me about this morning that they have changed is they, they are now when you go to investmentpreacher.com you're you're now getting the free stock screener and as soon as you answer those questions to get the stock screener they're sending you a link to to my book faith-based investing oh great so, yeah so they're when you go there first thing you see on investmentpreacher.com get started when you when you click that get started button it's just your name your email so that we can contact you to screen your stocks and then immediately when you hit that submit button you're going to get a link everybody gets my copy of my book for free so if once you get your free screening you get a free copy of my book immediately oh that is fantastic well one less step and the place to go to uh, uh, access all of this is the website investmentpreacher.com. You can also send an email, if you prefer, if that's more your style, at info at retirementspecialtygroup.com, or just pick up the phone and call 931-RETIRED. And again, you're listening to Faith-Based Investing with Anthony and Aaron Wright. I'm Tom Levine, back with more in a moment. Hi, I'm Anthony Wright. I'm a minister as well as a faith-based financial advisor. Are you as serious about your faith as I am? Of course you are. That's why I'm reaching out to you today. Are you aware last year there were billions of dollars of Christians' money that funded abortions, pornography, and anti-family lifestyle? I want you and I to change that. It's great that you're investing for the future, but do you really know what your money is funding? 
So here's your invitation. To download a copy of my free book, go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. I'll screen your investment portfolio for you, and I'll let you find out exactly what your investments are funding. There's no obligation. There's no pressure. My goal is to just keep God's blessings on your investments, taking scripture and applying practical step-by-step investment principles. So visit my website now, investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com and download your free copy of my book, Faith-Based Investing. Welcome back to Faith-Based Investing. Guys, this week I saw a verse that I had not seen before, and I don't think we've talked about it before. Um, it's, it's good for the person who goes, you know, I've got good returns on my investments. I was told never to change until things start to go bad. But God really does expect us to be good stewards of everything we possess. And the verse is Jeremiah chapter 22, verse 13. In the King James it says, Woe to him that buildeth his house on unrighteousness and his chambers by wrong. Or uh, in ESV it says, Woe to him who builds his house up by unrighteousness and his upper rooms by injustice. And wow, you know, there's just so much, so many places our money goes that fit that description of injustice and uh, something we have to think about. I never thought about this when we started, when I started investing a few <laughs> decades ago. Careful now, you're gonna tell your age. I know, yes. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm the same age as Aaron, believe it or not. No, not really. <laughs> uh, here's my question to you guys. What is the SECURE Act? And if I understand it right, the RMD, the required minimum distribution age changed. It moved from 70 and a half to age 72. There's no age limit on IRA contributions as long as our listeners have some earned income. And um, there's some other uh, new requirements and opportunities for people. Can you talk a little bit about how that's affected your clients? Yeah, man. I mean, it's actually been been a really good thing. Uh, and you're right. I mean, I'm I'm happy to see that uh, that they had um, allowed people, as long as you're working, um, to contribute to the IRA still. That's a good rule. The uh, 72 pushing the RMD age back to 72 instead of 70. Yeah, those are good things. And, you know, a lot of things, too, they help people out with. Um, they're taking the uh, 401ks now, and I think they're allowing for a little more options within within them as well. Plus, another thing President Trump did that they don't talk a lot about is the opportunity zones. Hmm. Yeah, that yes. yeah, that's absolutely right. That's a good yeah. point. Uh, the opportunity zones are something uh, that is that is phenomenal. Uh, if you have, you know, sold any stock or have a huge tax burden that is on you, what these opportunity zones have done is it, it allows you the option to invest in them. And man, they're everywhere. Opportunity zones are literally everywhere. Now, probably it, in your community I mean, that say, you're I'd listening to today. Yeah, I'd say you know. probably, probably right next door to you and you just don't even know it. They're literally all across the United States. And an opportunity zone is something you can invest in if you sold a bunch of stock, for example, and you had this huge tax burden come and do, you can invest in them and it'll allow you immediately it defers any capital gains or any taxes due on that money at all. It's deferred. It's gone. So you don't have that huge tax burden or tax bill thrown on top of you for selling your stock. 
so and they're very well diversified i mean it depends what kind you want to go in if you're uh you know it depends what what your risk tolerance is what kind you, you go in but there's real estate restaurants oil different type of opportunity zones that you can go into but a huge 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 tax benefit you get a you get a, a seven-year deferral in your tax it, it allows you a step up in your cost basis so you'll get a bump up 10% in the cost basis when you invest into these opportunity zones after two years. And then as time goes on, you can uh, write a lot of the, lot of these opportunity zones off. Some of them will even kick back uh, distributions and brother, by the time it gets down to, to seven years, 10 years into this thing, it's all the taxes have been paid for by then by the distribution that it's made. And if you keep it oh, in there, wow. by, yeah, by the way, if you keep it in an opportunity zone for 10 years, everything is tax-free the gain everything tax-free so that's a that's a pretty that's an insight on on an opportunity zone is an opportunity zone like the old enterprise zones that actually help uh disadvantaged neighborhoods and yeah that kind of definitely thing? okay yeah. good 100 percent. yeah that's what they are it, they go into these neighborhoods they help build them up uh it, it's just there's different ones there's different kinds so you know some of it's restaurant related real estate um i mean it just it really does depend oh that's i love yeah, that it's because awesome. it's a free enterprise solution to mm-hmm. problems that people face that we mm-hmm. care about exactly outstanding so there were some uh, provisions about new parents taking penalty free withdrawals right oh yeah yeah that's right that too yeah that's good so apparently up to $5,000 withdrawals, they're still taxed, but then not penalized, something like that. Yeah. And you can help people through all of this, right? Yeah, absolutely. There's just yeah. a lot inside that Affordable Care Act. I mean, um, that's just, you guys are just touching on, you know, a little bit of it, but the opportunity zones, that's huge. That's big. Mm-hmm. That allows people to write off their taxes. Aaron met with a client just a couple of weeks ago that, providing he does go through with it i think it was gonna he was gonna save himself 60 something thousand dollars sixty eight thousand dollars in taxes and um you know that's huge but you don't hear people talk about that in that affordable care act Uh, another thing inside that affordable care act that uh, that i don't think you guys mentioned is now if let's let's just assume that you want your rmd to go to your church Mm -hmm. so president obama took it away but Hmm. president trump brought it back and I think you had a client. Oh yeah, I sure did. I think I think Miss Fuja did. Yep. She give yep. to, to sure church. Sure did. Absolutely. So so now you can you can say, um, and I think the yep. limit on that I think is up to two hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. But you can literally give that RMD to the church and get a tax write off. You absolutely can. Oh, so, that's big. Yeah, that's 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 really big. Yeah. I mean, there are a lot of people who have a heart for a certain Christian college or they want to help people pay tuition for a, a seminary or whatever it is, a nonprofit. But I think that Christians are kind of cloudy on how that would work, especially if they're engaged with uh, financial planners. So that's something you help people with. Absolutely. We help them from A to Z. And, you know, the faith-based side just happens to be what we focus on. But we can also help in areas like you're discussing here with taxes or yeah, the Affordable Care Act or help defer uh, those capital gain taxes in uh, Opportunity Zone. You know, We know where the Opportunity Zones are, and Aaron works with a lot of people in the tax arena and shows them how to save money on their taxes. And 
But, you know, at the end of the day, what, what our number one focus is, is that we offer investment opportunities that align your resources, beliefs, and values. You know, any stock or bond or other investment choice that you're in, we make absolutely sure that that lines up with your spiritual belief. We make sure it lines up with the scripture. We check those on a monthly basis. So if we end up putting you in a stock and we find out next month that they gave, you know, $10 billion or $10 million to sex trafficking or to to the filming of pornography or abortion or same-sex marriage, we will immediately sell the position in that company and we will immediately uh, delete them from our portfolio. So that's going to be our first foremost is to make sure that you are in a morally sound company. And, you know, Tom, what people don't understand when I take a phone call and maybe in the last segment of today's show, we can kind of run through a stock screener with people if that's okay with you. And, but I don't think people really understand that when Aaron and I talk to them and we, we put them in these faith-based companies they are always shocked at the household name that they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're already shopping there. They already know who the company is. They just didn't have any idea it was a faith-based Christian-run company. And it's just simply because there's a lot of Christian CEOs and CFOs and, and chairman of the boards and executives, and there's just a lot of really good Christian people across this country, but you don't ever hear about it because the mainstream media don't report on it. Yeah, most of the time, you'll hear about Hobby Lobby, and we love Hobby Lobby, but Hobby Lobby's not a a publicly traded company, so we can't buy any stock in it. Uh, You know, Chick-fil-A is another one you hear a lot about that's Christian-run, but once again, it's a privately held company, so we can't go out there and buy stock in it. But there's a lot of companies out there that are publicly traded companies that we can buy stock in, and they're going to be Christian-run, and they're going to be Christian-owned, just like Hobby Lobby and and just like Chick-fil-A. So don't hesitate, folks. I'm telling you, please join in this adventure with us. I really believe God has put it on my heart as a, as a passion to find Christians across America that want to stop the funding of abortions and sex trafficking and the making of pornography and same-sex marriage. And we will do that for you, and we'll still get you nice returns. You don't even have to give up your returns. We'll get you still good returns, only just switch the investments. So we'd love to help you. Go out to investmentpreacher.com, click on the Get Started page, Give us the information that we need to do that stock screener, and not only will we screen your stock and clean your stock, but you're also going to get a free copy of my book called Faith-Based Investing, and that gets emailed to you immediately after you submit your request for that stock screener. Well, if you are feeling as if, hey, I need to screen and clean my investments with Anthony and Aaron's help, uh, stay with us because we're going to uh, take a look at that in the next final segment of our program. Whether you're looking for wisdom on your retirement income, annuities, life insurance, wealth accumulation, or just some help protecting your assets during turbulent times, stay with us for practical answers you can use today. Back with more after this. It's not enough to simply save for retirement. It's important to invest in positive fund options that God can bless. That's why we're here. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. 
This is Faith-Based Investing. It's our fast 10-minute segment here at the end. But I wanted to, uh, before we go, just make sure that, uh, Anthony, you have an opportunity to kind of unpack, and Aaron, too, what on earth you're talking about when it comes to a stock screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a stock screen, really simple. What that is, is the process pretty simple, but it allows us to look at your portfolio on a more deeper level. And it's proprietary to us. It's something that we can use that will screen your portfolio for anything that's anti-biblical or anti-Christian. So as an example, it looks for things like uh, if you're funding sex trafficking or Planned Parenthood or uh, lifestyles, LGBTQ community, uh, tobacco, gambling, things like that. That's some of the stuff that it will screen your portfolio for. And the process is pretty simple, pretty easy to do. Um, you know, we always, you always hear us on the show saying, you know, hey, let's let's screen it, clean it, screen it, clean it. So the way you do that, <laughs> and I and I know, and I know too, like what Aaron is saying, yeah. I know that that probably people get tired of hearing it, but it but it is no, so I mean, true, and yeah, and the reason that that we do it is because, you know, Tom, it's it's not acceptable for us as Christians to just close our eyes to sin that is buried inside these investments just because it's an investment fund. That is not the solution. If if you are listening to our program and have been for several weeks and you're a Christian that you, you say, yes, hey, I, I hear what you're saying, but you haven't taken action yet, then then you're remaining a part of the problem. And I encourage you to not remain a part of the problem, but but come and join us and become a part of the solution. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's, it's, again, you just have to understand that closing your eyes to something that's buried inside an investment fund, Aaron and I have now exposed that. So now that you know that, you know, God expects you to step up and do your part. So don't just be a part of the problem. Come on over and join us for a part of the solution and let us screen it. And, and, and as Aaron said, I know you get tired of probably hearing screen it, clean it, screen it, clean it. But if, if we screen it and it's clean, guess what it costs you? Nothing. Not a dime. Mm-hmm. Not a dime. And guess what if we, if we screen it and clean it and it's dirty? What does it cost you? Nothing. Not a dime. And it's a pretty simple process. It's a very it's, simple process. You know, yeah, Tom, you to, know, you right, went through it. Right. You know, we have to know right. what you're in. Number one. So the way we do that is, you, we will send you an email on a secure server. You can upload your your ticker symbols or your statements, and then we can plug it into our software, and it'll screen it, and we'll let you know. And you know, here's an example. I and, and also, before you get to the example, also to clear up what you're talking about there, Aaron, on on how these screeners work, these companies are large and mid-cap companies, mm-hmm. right? So they have to file an annual 10K report. Yeah, it's all public record. So it's public mm-hmm. record. Mm-hmm. So people probably on the radio are saying, well, well, where do you get this information? Well, you know, how do you know this right, information? Because right. you're just putting it in your software, right. right? So the reason we know is because this software is built to go out there and and go through these annual 10k reports that these companies have to report where Absolutely. this money's going. 100%. But they can't just up and say, "Hey, we're going to write a check for 10 billion dollars." They can't do that. That they're a publicly 
company, so they have to they have to publicly disclose that. So I want to clear that up before Aaron goes over this actual screener with you. So that's how we know when he gets when he's getting ready to tell you he's getting ready to go over a stock screener with you that when this individual they are now a client, but when they originally called and asked us to screen this. They told me up front, Anthony, I've been in the ministry 38 years, and I already I already am going to tell you up front that my stocks are clean. <laughs> good to go. <laughs> I'm good to go. And so, so that's what Aaron's getting ready to tell you about. And so when we ran the stock screener, I won't steal his thunder. No, I'll, let him go, I'll let him go over it with you. But I just wanted to clear up so that the listeners know when he tells you that, that – we take your statements. We put it in this in this software. This software goes out and grabs those public records, and that's how we know where the money's going. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, yeah. I mean, like you said, I mean, it's I hear that a lot too. A lot of people that say, you know, well, I mean, it's clean. You know, I work for, I'm a pastor, and they have this uh, this in good clean things. But really, you don't know until until you look into it specifically what you're in and then you can know as far as what it's supporting what it's funding because we look at that 10k annual report he's right so uh in this in this example when we screened uh this client's portfolio that he was talking about uh it was very very dirty 78 percent dirty wow uh, it 78.5%. was 78.5%. 78.5%, yeah. And they, and, he, and they had been in the ministry. He and his wife had been in the ministry 38 years. Man. This is a minister that's preaching from the pulpit Mm-mm-mm. that God is a God of life. We're to be pro-life. Mm-hmm. Marriage is between one man, one woman. Mm-hmm. But yet when I checked his portfolio, he is investing in and he is funding Seventy-eight point five percent of his portfolio is funding abortions, same-sex marriage, in a lot of cases, a lot of instances. There's a category here called entertainment, that is sexual entertainment. Wow, we have drilled down a couple of times in that sexual entertainment and found that that is sex trafficking. So, uh, you know, you can imagine how he felt, and then the lifestyle that's on here. The lifestyle is. Uh, the gay and lesbian lifestyle. Uh, what's that called? LGBTQ. LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and then the filming and making of pornography. So you can imagine how shocked they were when I went over it with them. But you know what? Here's the cool thing. They said, Anthony, clean it. Real simple. What are you charging me to clean it? Nothing. I don't charge you anything. Okay, clean it up. Let's go. <laughs> so so we cleaned it up, and now today. of his money is funding faith-based companies. He is no longer funding things that he's against. Fantastic. Isn't that cool? It's awesome. Have you had an opportunity to circle back with him on uh, returns and how everything's going there? I talk to him on a weekly basis. He has has, uh, become a good friend of mine, and and, um, I talk to him on a weekly basis, and he'll send me emails, and um, his, his... portfolio he has been so happy he has referred four people to me as clients and uh, they've all four become clients so he's extremely happy very well pleased and uh, just in case people are listening today i you know let me let me tell you what's inside this portfolio okay his portfolio was called invesco qqq trust inside that you have to look and do a little deeper dive we find microsoft corporation we find Apple, we find Amazon, Facebook, 
Google, Intel, Cisco, Comcast, Pepsi, Adobe, Netflix, PayPal, Texas Instrument, and Amgen. And every single one of those companies is who his stocks are in, and every single one of those companies is participating and giving to those that we talked about, you know, the abortion, the same-sex marriage, the the uh, pornography and sex trafficking. And, yes. And, and so those are the companies inside that fund that is doing that. And here's the other thing as a Christian. We as pastors preach don't be unequally yoked, and we use that as a marriage passage, mm-hmm. which it is. It does apply to marriage. But, but folks, as you're listening today, do not be unequally yoked with an evil company that is using your money to fund these evil things. How do you get out of that? Go to investmentpreacher.com. That's investmentpreacher.com. Click the button right in the center of the screen that says Get Started, and that'll get you to the stock screener. It'll be absolutely free, and as soon as you complete that information, boom, you get my free book called Faith-Based Investing. They'll send you a link. And uh, you click that link, and that'll be the PDF to my new book called Faith Based Investing. I love that. I couldn't have said it better myself. And Boom is right. It took me 10 minutes to make this change for our family, and I'm so glad I did. And faith-based investing begins really with a decision, a decision to line up your faith and your moral beliefs with your investments. Watch the video investmentpreacher.com to learn more. And tell a friend about this radio ministry. We talked about referrals. Well, one important referral is for you to tell your friends and invite them to tune in as well. Thank you. Merry Christmas. We'll see you next time. This is FBI Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. Do you know where your investment dollars are going? Anthony's team will screen your current investment portfolio. You can always count on receiving the three C's. Anthony's plan for you is customized, comprehensive, and complimentary. Anthony is a financial advisor and an ordained minister. He'll show you how to build an investment plan God can bless. Applying proven scriptural investment principles. Keeping your money from funding anti-biblical companies. Invest with confidence and be equally yoked. To get your free faith-based investing book from Anthony downloaded free, go online to investmentpreacher.com. Just like it sounds, that's investmentpreacher.com for your free book. Or call 931-RETIRED. Tell a friend and listen next week for Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright, the Investment Preacher.